He's very much sleeping with a little bit of a twitchy tail. Just watching Steak, my ferret, talk to you, podcaster. Oh, my God, a sleep. Okay. Hello, podcasters. Uh, welcome to For Quality Assurance, a small podcast about small pets. Um, this week on the show, we have a very exciting topic. And what I want to do for you is, is um, there's a little bit of a precursor here. Ooh, he's scrunched up again. I love when he scrunches up. Ferrets do this thing. When they're sleeping, is they get more comfy by like making themselves really viciously into a ball. Like they like to like hug their whole body in. It's very, very cute and it's very distracting to me. I want to start with so last week on the show, I told you we're gonna do our weirdest story yet. And I want to clarify this because this is a little bit of a of a touchy topic that as doing a podcast which generally comes from, you know, the idea of history and 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 all these um you know, mostly mostly reading from strange encyclopedias is what is what this show is. Um, I want to give a little precursor here to know that that the to not upset anyone, which I rarely ever do on this this show. Um, today's topic is Bible donkeys. Last week on the show, uh, we were at a website called ferretagility.com, and I said some of these topics are great. Ferretagility.com had just it's it's essentially a hub that redirects you instead of having web pages, they have like little domains that bounce you around from all these different things. Um, and one of the topics is Bible donkeys. Now, I want to say before we start, um, we don't want to upset anyone. Um, why I think this is a weird story and why I might be, you know, be amused by it has nothing to do with anything derisive about Christianity or, or any religion, quite frankly. The point of this episode is that, and why I find it so amusing, is that I am a, a, a young, animal-enthused uh, uh studier of ancient myths at times, who's a person that listens to every story and reads every story, and the fact that I've never heard about how important donkeys are in the Bible and how that carries through today is absolutely shocking to me. Um, so this is, so my humor taken from this situation, and the reason I'm probably going to be really amused by a lot of this is that I am the person, like I'm the person who should have known about Bible donkeys, always. Like it, it, this should be something I'm obsessed with. So we are not saying we are not mocking. In fact, in other ways, I'm very surprised that I haven't heard this because I'm not that person to to go around and mock someone's religion. I'm pretty shocked that I haven't heard about the animal involvement in in Christianity. That this is like a a big thing. So. Um, and maybe maybe this will if we can be respectful about this and find a way to talk about this you know without without upsetting anyone i think i would love to do a whole series of 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 modern animal involvements in religion i mean this is great so essentially we started from ferretagility.com and um one of the one of the things on it was bible donkeys to which i thought was uh, uh you know i had no idea what that was but there are so many references to donkeys in the Bible, not just in um, the Christian Bible, but in the Old Testament as well, um, New Testament, Old Testament, um, pretty much donkeys are at like all the, like these really big events. There's almost always a donkey there. Um, so uh, we're, we're really only starting at BibleDonkeys.com, which isn't really a great website, to be honest. Uh, a, a lot of this whole hub aren't really great. Um but uh, uh, they talk, they have a bunch of the Bible references here. They just tell you that it is a thing. And they have some pictures of, of church organizations with, with Bibles. But what we're going to do is really move past this website because there isn't a ton of, uh, 
of information on here, only simply that uh, donkeys can do tricks is the only section here. And once again, the big problem with this whole hub of website, ferretagility.com and bibledonkeys.com, is there's no sources. There's there's no evidence of any of this. Um, they can do tricks, apparently. I don't know how many tricks. I mean, the reason a donkey is a really great animal is because it's short and stout and you know isn't flexible, is that it's a really undiverse animal. Okay, so let's move past that and go to what is mostly, is what is one of the only stories in the Bible or in the New Testament that um, involves a, a donkey by name. Uh, donkeys, of course, we'll talk about other appearances of them, but this is the only one where the story is, is, is called Balaam and the, and the Donkey. So Balaam is, this is from the Old Testament, I believe. Uh, I'll see the source later. Uh, yes, okay. It's from uh, Numbers. And uh, Balaam is a sorcerer who's summoned by King Balak um, to curse Moses and, his, and, and the, the Israelites. So um, in the night, God goes to, to Balaam and tells him not to curse him. And then let's skip away a little because he's upset God. And um, uh, God then sends an angel to stop Balaam um, on his while riding his donkey on the way to to uh, uh, um, to curse the Israelites. Um, on the way, Balaam's donkey saw the angel of God standing in their path, brandishing a sword. The donkey turned, drawing a, a drawing a beating from Balaam. So essentially, the donkey wants to turn away. The second time the animal saw the angel, she pressed against a wall, crushing Balaam's foot. Again, he beat the donkey. The third time the donkey saw the angel, she lay down under Balaam, um, who beat her severely with his staff. At that, the Lord opened the donkey's mouth and said to Balaam, What have you done? Uh, what have I done to make you beat me these three times? And then. Balaam and God have an argument with God using the donkey as a mouthpiece. Once again, my whole amusement comes from, why is this the first, I'm a grown man, and this is the first time I've heard about, this story is for me! Why, why, have, I, why have I only heard this? Um, so uh, uh, the idea here is that this story becomes important because the donkey... Uh, is 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 stubborn. Uh, the donkey sort of um, as it as it comes from here. How how uh, uh, people of Judeo Christian belief see it in, in, in from what I've read here is that the donkey's stubbornness is is a symbol of the the, the humble um, faith of people. Is that the donkey the donkey very strongly you know is moved by the by the sight of God and, and all those things. And so the donkey becomes the symbol of 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 the the. Um, the pious over, over the years. Um, and then there are a lot of other uh, 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 references here. I want to uh, point out, let's get to the animal section of it because this is where the craziest part of this entire, and, the, and once again, I, I know this is just the way I talk. When I say crazy, I mean the coincidences, the, the, the idea of these things happening are so amazing that, that it is, it is pretty weird. Um, Every donkey has a cross on its back. Now, that is a really strange thing. So donkeys have, if you look at their back, I didn't know this because I've really only seen donkeys in, in, with, with stuff on them. But uh, 
go and look up donkeys' backs, and all of them have this line of fur, which is slightly discolored or sometimes raised, that creates a, a, a cross on them. Not only that, and if you don't know, uh, the, the, the cross and the crucifix, a large symbol of Christianity. Um, mind you, this is not, just so, you, just so you understand, when we're talking about Christianity and, these, and this idea of the donkey as a cross on its back, the donkey, of, the first story I told you is before uh, uh, Christ. It's in the Old Testament, I- the idea of Balaam's donkeys. So there's already these donkeys as, as powerful, faithful, stubborn, uh, 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 not stubborn, you know, sh- headstrong um, servants of God in the Bible. They already have the cross on their back. And then through what is, you know, crucifixion is the way that uh, Jesus Christ dies in the Bible. And there you go. Donkey on his back. Um, so if you look at these pictures, um, the donkey, in some of them it's very distinct. And there's a little bit of photo enhancement on some of them so you can see it. But um, it, they really do have a line of fur that creates a cross on their back. And um, for reference, horses don't have this. So it's not something that is just a, a normal coloration. Really only the donkey has it. And then as we go um, through all of these uh, uh, uh references in the Bible, when we get to the Christian Bible, um, the, the donkey becomes really important and become, and become, and the idea of him sharing a cross on his back becomes not something in the Bible, but it's something that Christians through, through folklore have interpreted as, you know, uh, 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 symbolism in the language. So it is in the, let's go with what is in the Bible. Um, donkeys, uh, give, give Mary a ride into, uh, to, to, to Bethlehem to have to have Jesus and uh, a donkey is what gives Jesus a ride into where does he go again? Does he go to uh, Rome or Israel? Either way, uh, uh, they they uh, a donkey is one of the is the last ride that, that Jesus gets and and there's there's this once again not in the Bible but there's this interpretation that the donkey was wanted to help carry Jesus and so. God then puts a cross on donkeys' backs. You know, it, there's something really crazy about this this, this whole thing. And the fact that I haven't heard of it. Lots of other uh, references to 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 donkeys in, in the Bible. Um, uh, Matthew twenty one one. Uh, the idea of being of uh, the donkey um, is is one of the motivations for the for the naming of Palm Sunday. Um, the, don- the donkey's involved in, in that somehow. Uh, but the, the other fun thing is that a lot of churches end up keeping donkeys. Um, a, as just sort of a, 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 not publicity, but I mean, that is it. It's like it's a thing there, and a lot of mangers involve donkeys, and, and, and they become a part of churches. And many, bo- many churches, from what I've seen from some of these pictures, actually bring uh, uh, donkeys into their... Uh, in, into their com- community and church and services, you can you can look up donkeys in churches. Um, it's a big thing. Boy, they are cute. I'm watching two cuddle right now. These donkeys. Oh my god, they're so little. They're like much cuter horses. Um, and once again, this is uh, the Nubian donkey is the one that has this very very. I mean I mean, uh, very uh, distinct cross on its back. Um, so. Let's move on just a little bit. This is a video. I was trying to see if we could play that for us. Uh, Exodus 13.3, Numbers, we said that one. Uh, Zechariah 9.9, other, other places where the, 
the Bible mentions donkeys. Um, this person, Wayne Garrett, is the last article we're talk about because Wayne's not necessarily is writing sort of an expose, uh, uh, not expose, a personal piece. It's a series of things he has about his life, uh, sort of a personal blog. Again, older website, but um, Wayne points out two really great facts. One, uh, whenever animals are listed, I guess he's talking about. Um, when the Israelites are, are, are migrating in the Old Testament, they have 6,000 donkeys as opposed to uh, very sm- much smaller numbers of, of uh, camels, horses, and mules. Um, but uh, he does make, uh, and this is more about uh, Wayne's life and, and uh, his, his, his past with the church and, and, and thinking his thoughts on the Bible, really more of, a, more of his own sermon he's creating here on uh, hope4ehu.com. But he points out right at the bottom here, let's see if I can find the exact paragraph. Um, Donkeys are incredibly amazing creatures. Donkeys live longer than horses. Um, Not only that, but but, uh, he points out that, and this is why I like this article, is because I I would really have talked about more of this article, except for the fact that um, it's, it's, it's less scientific um, and more just personal. Um, he, he, he even maintains to, to let you know where that stat comes from, the fact that horses have a pretty specific environment and are not as hardy as donkeys. Donkeys can kind of uh, scavenge and climb and do those things a lot better than horses, which are, you know, not really meant to, to, to adapt. Um, and then what was the other one? That, oh, Donkeys are way stronger than horses, even not just in, if, we, if you know anything about cars, this isn't torque versus horsepower. Donkeys can run uh, uh, longer, much longer than a, than, a, than a horse can. Not as fast, but apparently, according to this, they can run two hours straight. Um, and, you know, everybody knows about carrying heavy packs, and they're not as fast. So that is a little bit of a torque versus horsepower s- scenario there. Um, Literal horsepower. Well, I hope that we didn't upset anyone. This was really uh, um, strange, not in the way that it is, you know, strange to someone's culture, but it's strange, uh, a, a story that, um, you know, it's it, it hit me so nicely because that is what this podcast is always about is, you know, how is this a thing that you've never heard of? And you may have heard of it before or – and. I have a feeling that uh, even if even if you are a, a devout Christian, or if you're a devout Christian, you probably know everything. But I always I always have this predilection that if I haven't heard of something, there's a good chance no one else has heard it. So let me know if you if this is a if this is much more common in your world, or um, or if, if this is just something that slipped past me because I I have a problem listening to people sometimes. Um, but uh, it, it was it was a it was a very um, you know, it was like, you ever see that movie, oh boy, you ever see that movie, The Number 23? It was like I was looking for, once I saw all the things of it, I, was, I, I remembered a lot of it quickly, the idea of, of, of donkeys being involved, involved in, the, in the Bible story. But it was, the idea of someone phrasing it as one group is always what, is, is really what uh, fascinated me here, that it is, it is in itself a, a, a very a, a solid symbol. It has a lot of stories going on. Um, a lot of, uh, I will say one other thing is there's a lot of inspiring speeches. One was Be the Donkey. Uh, a lot of people are genuinely moved by, uh, by, these, by these donkeys and, and, uh, and what they do and, and what they represent. So I really, really hope that um, you guys learned something and that this was, you know, objective and, and you could see the cultural significance of it. And, and if, if, if you couldn't listen to the episode and you're upset at me, 
I would say either way, go look up some pictures of donkeys and see how cute their little faces are. Horses scare me. I want to add that as the last thing here. Everybody seems to like horses. Horses are terrifying to me. I've made the argument before that there is pretty much, you know, except for the flying, a horse is a dragon. I mean, it's a giant, and when you see them in the wild, like, have you seen them? They're, they're pretty much horses and, like, you know, uh, elk and buffalo. That's a dragon. What else do you need? Other than they are massive beasts that just push anything out of their way. Pretty much, pretty much invincible, massive, uh, uh, angry beasts. Um, they scare me quite a bit. Um, anyway, that, that, that's, that's the, my last sentence is the craziest thing anyone's ever said, but, um, uh, convince me horses are gentle or, or that I shouldn't be. That's why I do small pets. Cause even a donkey, which someone who owns a horse is going to be like, a donkey's not that big. A donkey is a very big animal. I see dogs sometimes. We did dogs on, uh, on the last episode. Oh, have you seen a dog? They're massive. They're huge. I mean, go look, go, go. Here's what you got to do is go to a pet store and go to the hamster section and then go with a dog and be like, all right, that it, it is a little ridiculous to own a dog. Um, People seem to like massive beasts. Uh, either way, everyone, thank you so much for listening. And again, go to OurHeroComic.com if you want to see any of the, the, the movies we have. And thank you, because I think you smell nice. Okay, he's still napping. Oh, another part of ferrets is that, like, they forget they're napping. Like, once they scrunch up, they then start to relax. And, like, then their body just goes everywhere. They're like, they're like, they're like a leaking jello container. They just... I think they're so stable and his butt is about to fall off his little bed he's on right now. Um, thanks for listening, everyone. Bye.